Is it okay to say that we could probably never rely on them to help us again? Because honestly, it just feels like we have just left them high and dry. I think uh, that's what a lot of service members are feeling right now is, uh, you know, we're, we're ingrained, it's ingrained into our brains from the, from the very beginning of training that we don't leave anybody behind. Uh, we don't leave people that are alive behind and we don't leave our dead on the field either. And, um, and I understand that this situation is, uh, is being dealt with at an international level, and I understand that, but there has to be something done. There ha we, can't leave, uh, we can't leave these people behind. And, and if we look forward into our strategy, what are, the gonna, what are the next interpreters for the next war gonna say? Yeah. Uh, you know, if we don't help these people and, uh, and at least secure the promises for the SIVs and the Americans that have been promised, what does that say to the rest of the world? Yeah, but the administration has not been much of a help. They can't get out of their own way. They clearly are disorganized. Scott, how many people do you think, Americans, do you think are in country in Afghanistan? I, th I think the number, the 1,500 number you're hearing is very low. And I, I got to say, man, I, I am absolutely ashamed uh, of the leadership of my country right now. Not the men and women in uniform who are on the ground and others who are civilians that are helping, that are working hard to save lives. But I'm absolutely baffled that, that no one's been fired, astounded, that there's been zero resignations and protests. This was, Biden didn't have a binary choice. It wasn't, should we stay or should we go? He had a range of options and strategies. And what, what has occurred is an epic failure that could lead to the largest American hostage situation in our nation's history. Brings me to the most important question. If we leave on the 31st, which means we got to start packing up right away, right now, do we have any leverage to get our people out afterwards? let alone our Afghan interpreters. The reality is the Taliban is on their best behavior right now, and that's not very good. And the only reason for that is because of the thousands of American troops that are there right now. Uh, when we leave, I think all hell is going to break loose. And I think this nation needs leaders elected, needs the leaders appointed, who are willing to walk through the fires of hell to get American citizens out safe. And I got to tell you, I want to I want to ask you, uh, Brian, and ask your your audience. We have an operation going right now that could save the lives of hundreds of women and children right now. And I'm asking for your prayers for success. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Wayne Dupree Show. Yeah, yeah. All right. We're live. Uh, as you know, oh, well, let me introduce Leah Bella and Brian Smith. Um, to catch up on things that are happening right now, uh, I, I know, Charles, a lot of people are pissed off right now, especially at what's happening on the ground over there in Afghanistan. Multiple People are injured. Some are dead. Uh, two explosions. Uh, the 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 gates, as of right now, the gates have been closed. We're getting reports also that two of the gates are being um, uh, um, sealed shut, so that um, there's 
that's a that's a big danger too because when you only have one entry point, that's that's going well, to be the like one a entry point is to, yeah the one entry point is just strictly for security purposes. You ain't you're you're leaving through the sky. You're not coming in and out. That that gate is not for going in and out. That's okay, just, okay, right. Okay, right. That's you're not one entry point. That's it. If you need to leave, you're taken to the sky. Okay, but yeah, but ugh, I mean that that one entry point still kind of scares me a little right, bit. Right, right, because you can't run. Yeah, you can't get it's out a turkey shoot. Yeah, it is a turkey shoot. Um, so um, Brian and Leah. Uh, you've been watching some of the developments uh, going on. Uh, there's, there's no way that you can't be angry at Joe Biden for making this, for making a decision to remove the troops and not thinking of the civilians over there. Uh, we were talking about it earlier um, the hostage. The there's a potential hostage, huge hostage center. Um, um, situation that could happen. I don't know. I mean, I I don't I don't know what to say for the people that are over there right now. I mean, um, it'd be crazy to say, okay, find a place and hide, you know. But you never know who's going to turn people in. That, but but certainly, if if you're over in Afghanistan. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like it's like um, I, I didn't vote for this empty shell of a thing. The guy got no. He's empty. He, he's not even there. He can't even. We were talking about this earlier off the air. He can't even get to a press conference. Kamala yeah. did it. Yeah. We are. It's 15 days before the anniversary of 9/11. 15 days before the anniversary of 9-11. We've had an ISIS suicide bomber walk into the gate and blow himself up and kill Americans and kill troops. 15 days before the 20th anniversary of 9-11. Do we all remember 9-11? Do we all remember how terrified, how disgusting it was to watch terrorists attack our own? And now here we are, 15 days before 9-11, and the same thing is going down again. We have a hostage situation now. ISIS-K is there. The Taliban is there. And American citizens are still stuck as Joe Biden turns and walks away from the podium. 15 days before the anniversary of 9-11. And and now we're hearing reports that Germany's out. Peace. Deuces. We're gone. We don't want nothing to do with this hot mess. Uh, If I was another country, I wouldn't either. Think about this. The the ragtag band of uh, of nomads who run the deserts and Mm -hmm. slaughter to live. I mean, that's literally how they live. They slaughter and conquer like uh, Genghis Khan. I mean, the days of old, they live like that now to this day. They Mm -hmm. are able to garner uh, uh, billions of dollars worth of American military equipment attempting to get more money from banks and and rape and pillage and do whatever they want, free to go. And the G7, the most advanced countries in the world. And no, this is, someone said it's not the same as 9-11. No, no, it's not the same as 9-11. In fact, it's not the same of anything that's ever happened. You can't compare this to anything. 
That's how sick this is. I am just as upset as today as I was on 9-11. There's going to be more than 2,000 Americans that die from this. Think about it, y'all. You have Americans who, right now, the U.S. Embassy is saying, don't go to the airport. So so you have Americans that are hiding, because it's nighttime over there, too, that are hiding. They don't know where to where to come out, where to go when they do come out, um, who to trust. They, they, they really don't know who to trust because you don't know who's going to turn you in. You don't know who's going to, to, um, uh, 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 or you don't know who is going to set up another bomb by a whole lot of, uh, by a known group. Well, a known area where Americans might be. Somebody might set off another bomb, over there, you don't know, and and the weekend's coming, ladies. The weekend is coming. You don't think that these people are just gonna take off on the weekend? I was telling Brian and Leah earlier, the, when these people hit, they're not hitting to say, "Hey, look, 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 look what they did." Look, no, they're gonna. I hit that one. I'm going to hit that one over there. I'm gonna hit that one over there. I want to show because they want to show strength. They want to show a name for themselves. Oh yeah. Right. And th- and that creates a recruiting tool to bring more people in. Breaking news: The Taliban tried to get their hands on the Afghan central bank's nearly ten billion in reserve, but most of that money is in New York. I've got a question for you too. We um to both of y'all. We were talking about it earlier in the week, but uh you know all those men that were taken off and stuff and everything like that. All those men. Somebody was able to get to the airport with a suicide bomb and blow up this morning. Was able to get there to the airport and blow up. All those men at the beginning of the week got on the plane and now they're in some Airbnb place. You can't tell me that there was no terrorists in those groups that were being flown out at the beginning. Yeah, I saw a report where a lot of them are being fed and taken care of in Ramstein, Germany, uh, largest one of the largest Air Force bases that we have in Europe. Um, but yeah, on the ground, just to kind of backtrack a little bit, when I was stationed in Italy back in the 90s, I mean, I'm not Italian, but and I didn't have this beard, <laughs> but I was clean shaven, but I, I stood out like a sore thumb. All Americans stand out like mm-hmm. a source of you really can look. Oh, wow. He's not supposed to be here. Imagine that now in Afghanistan where mm-hmm. the skin color is now completely different. The, 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 the body shape is completely different. Uh, we're a little bit heavier. And we're also uh, many inches taller than most of those uh, folks in that, in that nation. You will stick out like a sore thumb. Shelter in place. I mean, I hate to say that, but at this point, help's not coming. Gates are locked. Go home. Don't come here. Uh, lots of problems. And back to Wayne's point, yeah, the Airbnbs are pretty much aiding and embedding terrorists right now. Of course, terrorists snuck through. They hate our country. Um, they're happy they got a free ride in. It takes a lot of effort to try to get into America. Uh, now, maybe not nowadays since um, the Muslim ban's gone. But anyways, uh, yeah, they're here. And the thing is, ISIS-K has only just begun. 
Uh, I had mentioned on an earlier show that there's Californians stuck in Afghanistan right now. MSNBC saying turn around and go back home. But there's Californians that went over there for vacation, loads of them. They don't have a home and they're stuck there and they're still in there today. And this was my question for you guys is, does Joe Biden come out on 9-11 after the troops are gone and this settles down and says that this was a victory for us? And he says, here I stand on 9-11. Any American that wanted to come out of Afghanistan, we got out. This is what we considered a victory. Is he going to use 9-11? Is he going to use and abuse 9-11 to say that this was a victory? Because you know how they gaslight. You know what they do. Right. Right. I was looking back, uh, talking about the uh, the fall of Saigon, and then Wayne brought up the hostage situation in Iran. And I was looking that over. Uh, yeah, there were 52 hostages for almost a year during Jimmy Carter's re-election year. And it was a hot, hot mess for Jimmy Carter. Couldn't do anything. I mean, he's a peanut farmer. He's weak. He's an appeaser. He was not a leader. And mm -hmm. Ronald Reagan made that happen. Um you know, when Leah was saying you can't compare this to anything, uh, you really can't because Iran was only 50, when I say only, 52 hostages having to do diplomats and American civilians. They were saved. They were brought out. Uh, uh, I don't want to speak before it's soon, but, I mean, we now know people have died. Yeah. I mean, you would think that the government would give a whole lot of protection uh, or that they would look to protect, but this is not, I mean, Afghanistan is not the United States of America. And you wouldn't, I mean, anybody in their right mind wouldn't have removed troops without thinking about Americans first, except for Joe Biden. But let me show you, let me give you an idea of how these people think. The Taliban have made public and private commitments to provide and permit safe passage for Americans for third country nationals and Afghans at risk going forward past August 31st. The United States, our allies and partners, and more than half of the world's countries, 114 in all, issued a statement making it clear to the Taliban that they have a responsibility to hold to that commitment and provide safe passage for anyone who wishes to leave the country, not just for the duration of our evacuation and relocation mission, but for every day thereafter. Oh, really? Did y'all hear that? Uh, it's, who's he talking about? <laughs> what What is he doing? Does so, he know what he's doing? He needs to step down. So, too. so he, so basically, he's saying that the Taliban made assurances for safety, right? Okay, so why aren't people safe today? I know that's what I'm saying. Like, who's he talking? He's talking about Taliban in Afghanistan because apparently he's living on a different planet. Yeah. Exactly. How do you negotiate? This is negotiating with terrorists. Oh, now we, it's a, and it's a hostage situation now. So now it's going to become a money situation. Right. Going all the way back to the founding fathers who originally ran in and appeased to the Barbary pirates who were Islamic, by the way, in case anybody didn't know, we've been running into Islamic uh, extremists or uh, conservatives that hold the Quran dear and near to their hearts since the beginning of America's inception. And the founding fathers made that statement. We will no longer negotiate with terrorists. That's when it began. Now we're negotiating with terrorists. Well, and why all of a sudden is Joe trusting terrorists? How can you trust a terrorist? How can you trust the Taliban? They didn't just change overnight. 
um, many no. people, many no. people are now coming out. I mean, look, we've been we've been slamming um, Joe all week long, which has been a good. Well, actually, for the last two weeks, we've been slamming Joe for the last two weeks about the stupid decisions that he's making. If if there was an election next year, Joe is not getting elected. I don't, and and even mm-hmm. e- even in three more years, after all the things that have happened within the first nine months, Joe is not getting elected. No president that I have that I have seen in the White House gets elected. You basically say he's linked up. But how do you clean it up? Right. I mean I can think of one way. People yeah. No, no, no. I mean for Joe. For Joe, how do how do they fix now he but I can think of one way. But uh, I bet you can. I just thought it, I, I just thought it, you know what I heard I heard it the first answer. time and I was like, I'm gonna let it go. But then when she said it the second time, I was like, okay, all right. I know what she's talking about. She's talking okay. about her final solution. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's talking about she's talking about scorched earth. Um, <laughs> scorned woman, scorched earth type of thing. Right. Uh, he needs to go. I'm just gonna say it. He needs to go. It's time. Well, okay, okay, but here's the thing though. We got some I can't I know, even say. I know, it. I know. I he has to it. go too. She has to go too. Okay, okay. So sh- say okay, she well, goes. Who's third? Who's third? Y'all, Pelosi well, just gets Nancy. in just for a couple minutes, only for a couple minutes, and then they vote on who the vice president and president is. And Republicans get a choice, and that's Democrats true. get a choice. So that's okay. We need both of them to go. Pelosi comes in for like ten minutes, and then Republicans get a vote on somebody, and the Democrats <sighs> get a vote on somebody. That's where we. That's what needs to be done. This is that bad. Well, but they'll pass a couple of four, five, six, seven trillion dollars worth of budgets before then, and then and they already did people. that. Right. I know they're slipping and, in. Well, we're focused on Afghanistan, and now Haiti's they're gone. on fire, and yep. money's being dropped. Yep. Ugh. Oh yeah, everything's burning. Three point five trillion. The house has already signed it, or uh, well, did they pass it? Did they pass it? I think they did. Yeah. I think they did pass it. Yeah. Okay, so that means that. Um, and then they jet it, and now and and now the explosion. Um, well, I'm just going to say it's, it's going to get worse, right? It's going to get much worse. And we, what we have to remember is, you know, the Haqqani Network, who used to run the Kabul attack network, is now in charge of security in, in Kabul. You compound that with the 5,000 that we made the Afghans release from prison, and then you compound that further with all the prisons being empty now of ISIS, Khorasan, and Al Qaeda. Uh, and and the Taliban. And so what we now have is is a new epicenter of jihadist terrorism that is going to be a grave threat to the world. So the question is, what are we going to do now? Are we going to start being serious people again? Are we going to stop talking about we need to engage the Taliban about the future of Afghanistan and maybe instead engage Afghans other than the Taliban about the future of Afghanistan and then really double down on on our our counterterrorism efforts broadly with partners across the world? Because the situation is going to get much worse even than what we're seeing but in sir, the this, today. But, sir, everything you lay out is appropriate. And everything you talk about is the decision that now goes to the commander-in-chief. Mm-hmm. How does he respond? Well, we have the capability. The question is, do we have the will, right? We, we defeated ourselves in this war. The Taliban did not defeat us. We defeated ourselves. And so the question is, can we muster the will? Will the American people demand more of their leaders that they actually, in, in, in war, try to achieve a noble outcome rather than surrender uh, to, a, to a terrorist organization? H.R. McMaster, thank you. We'll call on you again in the coming days. You know, 
the American people rarely does an event happen that brings the American people together. Wow. It happens. It's sad. It's sad, but it's true. Yeah. It ha- right. Rarely does it happen. I mean, because honestly, we should all really be on the same page anyway and trying right. to move the country forward. Usually it takes a major issue that doesn't have anything to do with the pocketbook to bring us all together patriotically. Yep. Well, they did. I don't know if this is it yet. It should be, but I don't know if this is it yet. And I, I mean, and and I'm being very honest with you because some people are still defending Joe. Okay. Uh, because their idea is there was no way for this not to happen. That's what they're thinking. There's no way. I mean, this was going to happen anywhere. And I'll throw it to both of y'all. Do you think that there was no, I mean, was this inevitable for this to happen the way it's happening right now? No. And look at Joe Biden's record internationally. Look at his record when it comes to all of this. He has a terrible record uh, when it comes to making decisions like this. And number two, until I'm blue in the face, I will repeat it. I get it that we had to remove troops out of Afghanistan, but it didn't have to be done this way. There's no reason to pull troops out before you get Americans out. It was completely effed up, and that's just the end of it. No one can defend that. No one can say otherwise. And you know what? This has Obama's stench all over it. He's the one who created ISIS, was created by Obama. Obama created Vice President Joe Biden, and now we've got Joe Biden in office. You got Obama stink all over this, and that's how I feel. Should turn it into a, a glass desert and a resort of <laughs> sorts, or some kind of museum. Uh, oh, and he let the guy have, get, go from Gitmo. We don't. We don't have a General Patton anymore. We really no, don't, no, we and don't. that's why this is what it is. Yeah. We need those uh, that that greatest generation that was. That had, whether they had the stomach or not, they knew they had to win at all cost. We have to win at all cost. Uh, the, the Korean conflict uh, kind of weakened us. The Vietnam conflict really super weakened us. And we walked away from both of those. And now it's all political. And now there's no stomach for it. Uh, but there's big money for it. Goes to John McCain can testify to that. That there's big money for all these perpetual little wars of wars. And, and to have ISIS around, to have the Taliban around, to have Al Qaeda around, terrorizing, causing problems, Iran, state spon- sponsor of terror around, we can continue the perpetuation of billions and trillions of dollars that make its way back to these politicians, these big CEOs, big companies. Um, I've got a friend that works for the DOD, and there's a company that does nothing but make fuses for all the bombs. And the entire military right here out of Cincinnati. The, the company is, is beyond wealthy. The money is flowing like rivers. And that's all they do, just make fuses. So what about all those people? I mean, it's just big money. And Wayne, I forgot to say, mm. Obama also released the guy from, I love how you're like, hmm, here she goes again. <laughs> what, what now, Leah? What you do you need to fa- say now? The Fab Five? When he Sorry, the- Wayne. Um the guy that uh, Obama released from Guantanamo Bay is now in charge of the Taliban. That's yeah, the why... fam- there was a total of five yeah, of them. That so he again, let- yeah, Obama's, five, Obama's stench all over it. 
Yeah, yeah Bo, but we got <laughs> Bo Bird, but we got Bo Bird Dog back. Yeah, and we, we got, got the, the other one. We got, got that the other trader one back. Um, you said something. We don't have Patton anymore, right? Uh, we have, but we do have General Miley. We lose. More like Miley. Cyrus. Oh, you saw what they did to He's General so Flynn, and I'm yeah, not saying I agree with everything General Flynn has said or done in the past, but mm -hmm. I know him as a, a general and, and that's about the closest thing we've ever gotten. And you saw what they did to him. They railed him out of there. Yeah. But like you said, Patton, Patton, Patton took on Congress though, man. I mean, if it wasn't for him, <laughs> these campaigns wouldn't have Patton won. Patton took on Congress. Yes. You know, I mean, he and got then, trouble. He got in trouble with the civilians in Congress, you know. And then, 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 you know, eerily, right after the war, he was in a car wreck that everybody survived except him. Mm. Mm. Everybody in the car, even the driver. Wow, I know. Everybody that. survived, but he did not. I didn't know that. Check this out. Trey Yingston coverage from there. Trey, what have you heard? Bill, good morning. We're following this breaking news out of Kabul right now. Reports of an explosion outside of the Ga Abbey Gate, one of the main three gates on the ground there at the airport in Kabul. Remember, there were thousands of people lining up over the past several days trying to get out of the country, not just Afghan civilians, but also foreign nationals, including American and British citizens. ISIS-K, though, a small organization in eastern Afghanistan, the K stands for Khorasan, uh, Khorasan province in eastern Afghanistan. This is an offshoot of the Islamic State that started back in 2014, and they were responsible for a lot of attacks in Afghanistan, especially from 2015 to 2017. Some reports indicate upwards of 250 attacks, both shooting and explosive attacks against Afghan and Pakistani civilians during that time period. Now, the Afghan security forces, when they were in control of the country, oftentimes would launch operations against this group. We saw images in, in recent months in cities like Jalalabad, Afghanistan, where they were able to come in and, and take out many of these extremist fighters. But again, over the past several days, we heard concern from not only American but also British intelligence officials about this group ISIS-K, a very small but strong organization when it comes to these extremist attacks. And there were a specific threats. This led the U.S. State Department and what's left of the embassy in Kabul operating out of the airport there to urge Americans simply to shelter in place. They had been issuing these orders every so often over the past week following the Taliban takeover of Afghanistan because there were concerns that Americans and any civilians could be targeted on their way to the airport or outside these gates. Remember, when we look at these types of attacks, you see you have a large group of civilians in one area. You also have foreign soldiers, including Americans, outside of these gates trying to keep some sense of order. And this was the exact piece of, of a possibility that U.S. officials were concerned about. Part of the reason we heard the Pentagon and the Department of Defense try to ramp up these evacuations in recent days. In the past 24 hours, more than 13,000 people evacuated, that according to the DOD. And also, that brings the total to about 95,000. Certainly some progress, but we do know there were those thousands of people outside of the gates of the airport. And when you hear these reports of an explosion and then small arms fire, you have to think about where this was located. We were on the ground on Sunday in Kabul. And as we were there, you could hear gunfire in the distance. There were, was smoke rising up from the horizon. The area around the airport was secure to an extent where the perimeter was established by the Americans. But beyond 
beyond that, it was pretty much no man's land. And that was the area where U.S. intelligence officials were specifically concerned that not Taliban fighters, but ISIS-K militants could simply walk up to a crowd of people like we saw these images and then detonate some sort of device. We don't know a lot of details specifically about this story as it's developing as we speak, but reports on the ground do indicate an explosion, a large explosion outside of the Abbey Gate at the Kabul airport happening just this hour and reports of multiple people injured as a result. Bill. Thank you, Trey. We also have breaking news that at least 40 dead and 120 wounded with the majority in critical condition arriving to the Kabul airports. 40? there's 40 dead, 120 wounded, and the majority of those wounded are in critical condition, not not knowing if they will survive or not at the hospitals uh, following the terror attack. Okay. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we are Dwayne Dupree Show. We are, uh, let me, let me, um, let me talk about our sponsor real quick. Uh, sponsor is MyPillow, MyPillow.com forward slash radio specials make sure that you check out uh our awesome sponsor they uh they make it possible that we can provide to you um some of the best sleep and comfort that you have had or will have in your whole entire lifetime you can go there mypillow.com you can get up to 66 percent off on your product purchase use code name wayne we have many of the products we love the products. Uh, my top three are the mattress topper, uh, the weighted blanket. And right now, I think I have to push the, my, uh, the moccasin men's slippers up there at the top three. But um, uh, Leah, what's your top three? I like the sheets and the towels. And I just got the robe. Wow. That sucker is heavy and it is cozy. I could wear it all day. My dog ran away yesterday. The neighbor had to bring her back and I was in my robe. I didn't care if I looked like the woman from the Christmas story. I didn't care. I don't care what time of day it was. I was like, yeah, I'm here in my MyPillow robe and I'm not taking it off. Love that. Brian, what's your top three? Sorry about that. My top three. uh, Definitely the mattress topper, the foam mattress, and the adjustable uh, base. For the bed, adjusts mm-hmm. all these different positions. It's got a zero G, a pre-program that puts you in a position that feels like there's no weight on any of your joints, and there's like a halo glow light oh. in, the, in at nighttime. It's really faint. You can't see it when you're laying in the bed, but when you come back or you're leaving, you kind of look mm-hmm. down. You kick just enough. That's pretty nice. We, ladies and gentlemen, we have. They uh, they allow us to promote their products, and again, we have some. We have some, and this is a mattress topper that we were talking about. They have two two inches, three inches worth. They also come with pillows. So if you were looking to get my pillows, you can also get a mattress topper to go with it. And uh, we were talking about the Giza sheets. You can get the Giza sheets to go on top of that. Okay. But you have to use the code name Wayne. And again, you get up to 66% off on your product purchase. Uh, they even have these go anywhere, my pillows. You take them anywhere, use them on your couch, your car, uh, use it anywhere, outside, whatever. They're versatile. 
Um, they come in many multiple colors and patterns. So call 1-800-544-8939. You can also call customer service 1-800-308-1299. Or you can just go to the website, mypillar.com forward slash radio specials and use the code name Wayne. Now, if you decide that uh, you want some other specials other than what is underneath the radio specials button, you can use the code name Wayne on all products. Again, you can use the code name Wayne on all products uh, on the MyPillow website and still get up to 66% off on your um, on your purchase. So I just want to make sure that y'all know about that. So thanks for everybody for tuning in. Well, first of all, there's no elegant way to lose a war. We lost this war 15 years ago. All Joe Biden was doing is telling us what time it is. And the hysterical and stupid coverage of the mainstream press, this is it's just, it's been awful. Just read New York. Wow. Oh, that blew up in his face. Wow. Um, <laughs> that That's the same guy that was saying that uh, the Democrats would have remained in charge for 40 years when Barack Obama was elected president. That was James Carvel last night. Uh, there's a lot of egg on a lot of Democrats' faces right now. Uh, yes, they still have the White House. Yes, they still control the House and and, and whatnot. But um, you're talking. You're probably going to talk about a major overhaul come in 2022 um, in the House. And, and 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 don't get it twisted. It's not. The, it's it's not. The, it's not anything that the Republicans have done good. They won't have a man. I mean, you know, they'll come out and say, well, we got a mandate because America doesn't like what the Democrats are doing. Ain't that. <laughs> it's not that. So ain't nobody else to vote for. There's nobody else to vote for. You only got one party. Right. You only got one or two. And we had and an independent right. come on and try and say, oh, we independents, we got control. They need us. I'm like, no, no, no. you ain't got no control, man. Sorry. <laughs> If we continue down this road, the CCP and the Taliban is going to have the House and the White House. We're not going to have the rights to vote anymore. If we uh, I contend they have a, an ear in the White House for sure. I well, mean, Joe Biden and his son. Look, China China teams up with, with the Taliban. I mean, you, look, you've got the un, unholy trinity down there in Afghanistan right now. You've got the Taliban. You've got ISIS-K. You've got Al-Qaeda. Now Afghanistan's looking like a damn pep rally for all the terrorists. And this is what we've got to put up with. And then you've got China going, oh, all right, there's trillion dollars worth of assets underneath their feet. What, what happens if that takes over? I mean, America be, could become last. Well, they're talking about the economy that's just going to absolutely implode. It's going to fall apart. So, yeah. What civil war? Yeah. I would say more of an invasion and that we just can't handle it because our leaders are so incompetent and they take us down. And we I mean, never saw it coming. That's what right, I feel. Right. But I, I feel mean, like an old school invasion. It could turn out like, uh, like Libya. Muammar Gaddafi. I mean, now it's just ragtag bands, different factions of warlords going at each other. Um, yeah. You know, and all the innocents, yeah. all the innocents, the children, the women, nope, they get wrapped up into uh, slavery. Just what happens in those cultures? I fear for like um, more like these cartels that come in. I think that you'll see more suicide bomb attacks in America 
you'll see America almost become decimated in that way to where you will see the Taliban start to take over areas that they've attacked and deemed theirs. And I think that if we don't get control of this, that's the kind of America you'll see. Like Michigan won't be Michigan anymore. Literally, the Taliban will run Michigan it. Ain't Michigan ain't yeah, Michigan. Dearborn, <laughs> right. Michigan is them. little and Iraq. That's, yeah. that's exactly why I use them as an example first, because they'll be the first state to go. Dear, dear, Dearborn is Stan. And yeah, then you got yeah. Muslim soda. Right. Um, yeah, exactly. So, so and, that's what I'm saying. It'll start to just trickle down and we will become no more United States. Little by little, they'll start to to attack us and take over small cities. What do you call um, out there in Oregon, Portland? What do you because, call it? I mean, <laughs> no, no listen, man's listen, land. No, because you got you got um, the Muslims taking over Michigan. I yeah, Michigan and Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Then you got Antifa and them taking over the the far west, northwest. Okay, you got the the gang, uh, the 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 border open situation mm-hmm. down there in New Mexico, Texas type of thing, Arizona, uh, all, along that way, and who who can say that it's not all planned to destroy America from within? From I mean, the these legislators seem like they're agents for other countries or agents yeah. for other people. Stalin said it. Stalin said America will fall without a bullet being shot. Yeah. And God forbid. I'd be damned if he was right. And God forbid if these vaccines do have long-term side effects and we're giving them to our troops. And then all of a sudden our troops are all ill and we don't have an we don't have an army. We don't have a we don't have a navy. We don't have troops because they're all sick. Well, either that is sick or coloring their hair purple. You know what I'm saying, though. I mean, I mean could that's, you, that's legit. Now. Could you, you take down someone's do army with with a shot, with a vaccine? You know, when you look back at armies past, when militaries past, when when they started dabbling in the um, uh, alternative lifestyles, that's usually when the countries fell. Um, mm-hmm. I was shocked to hear that now in the Air Force overseas that you man, man, woman, woman, you get married pay, you've got married status, and I'm just like, what? Yeah. Yeah. You get married housing, married pay, married status, two dudes. That, that's not a military. And, and oh, I was going to bring this up earlier. Why do they hate us so much? Why does the Islamic caliphate hate us so much? They hate us because of homosexuality. They hate us because of uh, uh, abortions. They hate us for, for all the reasons that us Christians don't like the left. This is why the Islamic terror. Now I'm not saying they're right. They're crazy. They're out there and they're willing to kill. Mm-hmm. But but we're doing things that are that are beyond moral guardrails. Um, and it it, it it it's just the fall of the civilization. That's why I said General Milley. Well, Miley is more woke than Miley Cyrus. Do you know it's illegal yeah. to have an abortion in Saudi Arabia? I mean, you know, it's been no. legal here since no, 1973. It's been, you know, you can have an abortion in, in Israel. It's been legal since I think like 1976, 1980, something like that. The Christian nations who, who well, claim to be founded on moral guidelines and moral guardrails. Well, I, um, okay. Uh, let me, let me move to, 
our our top story for I mean because this this uh, this bombing was one thing, but uh, you know how we were complaining that Biden was t- ripping up Trump's executive orders and how Trump wasn't able to stop uh, Obama's executive order with the DACA. Well, yesterday, uh, Biden Biden administration got slapped in the face with the uh, remain in Mexico policy. Um, Scotus yeah. said, uh, "Don't you can't touch that." <laughs> and honestly, that was a huge win. Not, yeah, it's win for Trump, but it's a huge win for America because the the rule of law, basically, because basically what 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 Democrats were allowing was the was it um, catch and release, catch and release, right? And uh, but. It 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 was more like release and never come back, you know. So when Trump saw that, he was like, "Let me work out a deal with Mexico." And yeah, we'll we'll meet immigrant A and immigrant B, but we're gonna send them back over so that we can look at their asylum and see if they're legit. Dealing a major blow to the Biden administration and reinstating the remain in Mexico policy. This after Texas sued over the program suspension, claiming it placed a burden on local governments forced to provide services to immigrants. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton was behind the lawsuit and he joins us now live. Okay, Ken, so first off, this program keeps migrants in Mexico as they await these hearings, especially right now with the influx and the surge at the border, and not only that, but the the surge in COVID cases, how important is it for them to remain in Mexico while they await these hearings? So incredibly important. This is one of President Trump's, I think, greatest successes because he had the same problem. He instituted this program because all of these immigrants were being told by immigration lawyers, hey, come come to the United States, you'll cross the border, tell a border agent that you're claiming asylum. And then you get to disappear into the country for years. You don't ever have to come back. And so this idea that you have to stay in Mexico and wait for your asylum hearing is a really good idea, especially when only about 14 percent of these people qualify. So it it was greatly successful under the Trump administration. We're hoping that reinstituting it will really help along the border. And then I want to get to this. This is uh, DHS's response to the Supreme Court's ruling. It says uh, DHS has appealed the district court's order and will continue to vigorously challenge it as the appeal process continues. However, DHS will comply with the order in good faith. How long could this appeal process take? You know, it could take a long time, but because we would still have to go through like a like a little trial uh, on the merits of the case. However, we won a preliminary injunction at the district court level, the federal court in Texas. We then took it to the Fifth Circuit. We won again. We took it to the U.S. They took it to the U.S. Supreme. We won again. So when you do that, the court is saying you're li- likely to win on the merits when they're granting an injunction. So I feel very confident that they can appeal it and we can go through the trial process, but pretty sure we're going to win, and we already have the injunction in place, so we're, we're fairly confident we're going forward in the, in the right direction. Obviously, it's important for, you know, the safety of America, for people to, to come into this, this country uh, legally, but Texas in particular right now, how important is it for just the state of Texas? Oh, it's in, it's incredible. I just met with a bunch of ranchers a couple of days ago, and they are so frustrated. They're so fearful because they're they're not only is their property being destroyed, but they fear for their lives. I met with the.
uh, leaders along the borders, they're fearful. They don't know how to deal with the influx. They're worried about COVID killing their people. They're worried about the importation of fentanyl, which is dramatically up because of the border crisis, and human trafficking, sex trafficking, all kinds of different crimes. So we have a lot of problems related to this, and a lot of, uh, obviously, massively increased law enforcement costs along with health care costs. So yeah, it has a dramatic infact, impact on our state. And as they import these people all over the country with COVID, you know, this is going to affect uh, the health and safety of, of citizens across the country as these people are moved around secretly by the administration. And and with this administration, with, with Biden's words, um, do you think that the president respects the rule of law, especially when it comes to states' rights? Or is he basically just saying, I can do whatever I want, it doesn't matter, uh, you know, about statute or any of the rights of the states? No, there's no doubt. He looks at the federal law as, as, as sort of his choice, if he wants to follow what has been passed by Congress. His job is actually not to change the laws, it's to follow them. Whether he likes them or not, I have to do the same thing in the executive branch. He doesn't do that. He says, look, I don't have to follow the laws. I was elected president. This constitutional thing doesn't work for me. So he literally tells people not to enforce the law, and that's what's happening along the board. That's why we have such a disaster. And you can compare what Donald Trump did a year ago to what, where we are now. The numbers are dramatically different. The results are horrible. And it's because we have a president who literally is out of control. You know, um, we have we have breaking news um, based on what what we had this morning. Let me go ahead and put the tweet up right now. Justin, U UK issues alert to airliners not to take their planes below twenty five thousand feet while in Afghanistan airspace, which probably means that they're firing on. Um, yeah. Firing on the planes. Yeah, the RPGs that they have that are ours. Yeah, have a range of about yeah. 900 meters, which is about a half a mile, and then they explode. Uh, 25,000 feet is four and a half miles, almost five miles. So as long as they is stay that the up, yeah, as long as they stay up four and a half, five miles up in the air, they'll be fine. And if they get locked in on, that's when they're supposed to shoot their flares, so that way the lock-in gets confused and then follows the flares. Well, these are. These are airliners. These are right. Yeah, like but I'm saying for other. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. true. Yeah, but for the military. I mean. The yeah, for the military. Um. Okay. So, on to the border. What you just talked about there. Yep. He messed that up too. It didn't have to be like that. All he yeah. had to do was keep what Trump was doing. Yeah. Just like Afghanistan, just keep what Trump was doing. Follow the plan. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not understanding. At this point, I have to ask you guys both a question. Is it that Joe's incompetent and his entire staff have not a clue how to run the country? Or at some point I have to question it. Is, is this done on purpose? Are you punishing the country? Because it's, you can't be this stupid. You really can't. My eight year old was like, why did they take troops out before they got out the people, mommy? Like why, why not get out the people first? Like an eight year old understands that concept. An eight year old understands that you should close a border because you don't know who's coming through. So at what point do we stop saying, Oh, Joe's just a dumb butt and he has dementia. And then we say it like it is. Is he trying to harm the country? Is he trying to bring us down just because orange man bad and we don't want to do anything that Trump did? Well, I will say Barack Obama was set out to punish Americans and American way of life. You. I agree um, with you. This looks to be a continuation of that. But to punish people that didn't accept the fundamental transformation. Correct. Yeah. And he, he loves Islam. He loves ISIS. He called him ISIL just because he was trying to respect their real name. 
Yeah, I mean, Islamic State and the Levant, not right. Islamic State in Syria. Uh, I, uh, Islamic mm-hmm. State, um, Iran, and Syria. Now, what does the K stand for again? I know that guy said it, but it slipped real fast. The, it's Kavakazi or some yeah. kind of yeah. area in Afghanistan. So is it still Islamic State, Iran, Syria, and now Kazi? They're just adding letters. They're not making up new names. Who Sorry. knows? I would say it's starting to become like the who. Out in I would say that. Um, I would, I would <laughs> it's another say that variant. Once, once, and you know we haven't really said anything about it. But once we get as many people as we can get out then the shit's going to hit the fan. And I, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry I said it like that. That's true. But but that but 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 that's where I am right now because there's nobody going to put there's nobody over there that is going to be able to put the check on the oh. Taliban and ISIS when we leave. And China's not going to do it. China China is a ally of the Taliban. So um expect some things to happen and God God re- God help them, but expect some things to happen um in the area of Israel. Um they Saudi are Arabia, wild, maybe. Right. They're wild animals over there. Yeah. Like, like they, they truly care. are 100% pure emotions. Right. They don't to care. kill, to hunt, to yeah. I, mean, I mean it's like like a pack of wild dogs would be more tame than these guys. That's how out of yeah. control they are. And they hate America the most. Yeah. They, I so, mean, they, they've had and, 20 years to build that up just recently. Oh, yeah. V for right. Vendetta, a capital V for Vendetta, because right. I'll tell you what, they have been simmering and they're very patient people. <sighs> so I'm not giving Joe a free pass anymore if this is just dementia or stupidity. I'm not going to do it anymore because I really think that they're well aware that in order to take down Trump and his followers, because they're so large, you have to you have to take down America. Boy, when he said that they're fighting for the soul of America, the, I hope you understand now what that meant. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mary, Mary, Mary says um, Biden has blood drip. He he literally today. He literally today. That's why I said if there was an election, there's no way he can come back from this. The next three years are lame duck. There that, there are people that have that have died today because of decisions of the president of the United States of leaving them over there. The result of the result, the more of the results are that people are going to be stuck because of this president over there. And God help us. If more people die that are stuck over there because of Joe Biden, he's going to have more blood, on. but he literally has blood on his hands today. Right. Does it stick? Does it stick to Kamala too? No, I don't think so. Oh, and now, now, listen, listen. The only reason why I say that is because the president makes that choice. Now, if she comes out and she says he listened to me, and I'm the one that had the final, you know, I, I mean, I, I, that this was fifty fifty. If she comes out and says this is fifty fifty, yes. But if she remains quiet, so do you think it was a mistake that she said she was the last person in the room when he made the decision to pull out of Afghanistan? Nobody really listened to that. No, she said Nobody it. Really listened to that. And the I media, media is like she said it so that she could be relevant. But that's what I'm that. right, and that's what I'm saying. None of the so is anybody held accountable because the media is not going to show it. 
after this is done, after the, after they leave, they are going to come back and say that this was a win for the Biden administration because no, he got know, out any American so. that so. got out. I don't. You know, I mean, what, I they're seen, already saying it. I mean, I've been seeing a whole lot of people slam Biden for it. The st- I, for the so have I, but CNN, I just saw a person on there today saying that they think he did a great job with Afghanistan. Yeah, I, I guess. Most of the hosts have been slamming him, though. Well, I hope they continue that after these Americans get out, because not all the Americans got out. And I'm afraid they're going to go with that speaking, talking point that we got all the Americans out that wanted to come out. I'm now, really afraid they're going to say that. What, what I think might happen is, even though they've been hard on Joe, um, CNN, MSNBC, ABC, uh, all of the alphabet networks have been hard on Joe for Afghanistan. What I have noticed until today, they were moving a little bit farther away from Afghanistan and starting to talk about the COVID thing again, to bring that up, to push Afghanistan off. Uh, oh, the I'm sure. mm-hmm. But now this is happening. So now this is slapping them right back in the face. They, they got to say something, you know, but I mean, for me, I've seen them be consistent on slamming Joe for the last two weeks on Afghanistan. And and I mean, slamming the people in his administration, too. Um, oh, yeah. I I, I'm like, damn, y'all, y'all are doing better than Fox. You know, but, you know, I, I don't see them coming back and defending him because Americans... Unless they stop broadcasting that Americans are left over there, let's just say August 31st, no more planes, okay? We know Americans are going to be left over there. The media has to report on Americans being left behind. Especially when we start seeing social media blow up and the people, I'm here, I'm still here, help me. They they got to. And then they got to blame that on Joe. So... For for a while, they're going to be blaming Joe because of people being left over there. And God help the examples of torture or the, or or the examples of um, people that could die uh, beyond October. Th- I mean, um, beyond August thirty first. I pray that you're right, but I pray that you're right, that they are going to show it. But look at the southern border, the suffrage that goes on down there and the things that are going on down there. And people have cell phones and MSNBC, CNN, ABC, their their track record is they play 30 seconds of it. And then that's all the coverage for the entire news cycle. I don't know if they... I don't know if they will play. I understand that. I'm just saying, I hope that you're right on this. Because if not, the great enabler, sack of potatoes, is going to get up there and tell you that Again, her little comment that she makes her snarky comment, yeah. all Americans that wanted out got out. You know, if you want if you're an American and you want to get out, you can she get out. Right, right. Right. I, she is the greatest enabler of this administration. And I'll tell you, I don't know how she can sleep at night because the lies that she says is gonna burn her in hell. Out of the whole entire administration, she's the one I dislike her more than I do Kamala. Well, yes. Yes, I, I mean, I, I, I see, I see, I see where you're going with yeah. that. We just, we just remember though, she has to. She has oh. to. That's her job. That's her job. Is I mean, and and all, I mean to lie. It's it's a shame that that's what press secretaries' jobs are. I I, I just want a press secretary. They all do. The they all do. I know, and I don't I don't want this anymore. 
I, this shouldn't Wait. be accepted in America. No, it shouldn't. It shouldn't. We should want account. You know what? And, and, and um, before we go, I said this, I, I said this and I know the job, but this country was built on checks and balances. That's why you have three levels of government, mm-hmm. not two, not four. You have three. You're supposed to be a checks and balances uh, and and that's why he had the majority in in Congress and stuff. And I mean, the the forefathers had to be geniuses. I mean, if they were to come back and see how dumb we have got, then they would be pissed off. But there are no more checks and balances. There's no more oversight in Congress today. There's no more checks and balances in the U.S. government because people have gone into their corners about. I have I have to be right. I have to be right. But when you get the but when you get one side saying I have to be right when you and you get the other side where I I got to be right, then the country doesn't move anywhere because now you got a tug of war, and the country's in the middle and the country's going, uh, 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 but the country's not going anywhere. And then you get people coming on TV defending uh, liars, schemers. Right. Um, uh, uh, you know, um, bad, bad presidents, bad legislators on both sides. Uh, and, and that's why we here on the Wayne and Pre show, we slap them all down. I really don't care. I don't, I don't care for anybody in Washington, D.C. I think I think all of them should should be removed. I think that their yeah, pensions should be you. cut. I think that their medicals should be um, um, taken away. I think that they should be um, um, I think they should go back. Um, join the Salvation Army and start planting our, um, trees for Arbor Day. I don't. I don't think that they should be in charge of anything because they aren't helping the country. They aren't. They're I, just or hurt. I wouldn't even put them as a Walmart greeter at this point in time. You <laughs> screw that up. You screw the business up. Oh, well, they would. They they'd find a way to screw it up. <laughs> right. Be like, oh hell no, no, I don't like this greeter. I'm out of here. Nope. I'm going to Tarjay. <laughs> yeah, Xavier, Xavier, you're right. We need real conservatives on the left and right. And you know what? I'm glad you said on the left and right because there are some conservatives on the left. There are. I don't care what nobody says. There are some conservative-minded people on the left. You need to trade parties. They are more. They are more away. socially liberal, but they're fiscally conservative. Yes, yeah, they are. A and lot you need to walk away. You see what I'm saying? Because the fiscal part of it has to come home. Right. The fiscal. Because you're draining this thing right now. And we even have people on our side that are uh, socially liberal. Mm -hmm. We have people on our side that will do anything out there. And I mean, they'll go out there to to the parties and all. They are socially liberal. I mean, you know, they drink Mm -hmm. and party and they go to the conferences and put the Put the um put the socks on the doorknob and do whatever they had. Oh, I thought you were gonna say put the dress on. That's elected <laughs> officials. That too. <laughs> I, well, I, I think. I, I, yeah, old Tom Cotton. So um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Tommy boy. <laughs> Tommy girl. Tommy girl. Oh. Tommy girl. Yes. Oh, Tommy. <laughs> oh, Tommy girl. It's bad. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, we gotta go. Uh. CBD, cbd.com forward slash Wayne Dupree. Don't forget mm-hmm. to go there. I think I think we're done with them this month too. Um, but yeah, CBD line uh, forward slash Wayne Dupree. Don't forget to check them out. 
uh, 20% off other products. And there you go. Um, and also, yeah. So um, we are going to leave it like that. Keep your eyes close and open to the um, the news and um, pray for what's going on over there because we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen. But um, we hope that y'all have a great weekend. All right. Um, let me put this up here too. Neverquitwater.com. Never quit water. Um, we had this, we had the guy, uh, Tim came on yesterday. Uh, if you have any questions, you can watch the, watch the video from yesterday or, yeah. uh, you can go to neverquitwater.com, sign up and he will ask, he will answer your questions immediately. Mm-hmm. You can do that too. All right. With that said, it's time for us to go. Uh, my people are tired. I'm giving them the weekend off. if it happens if it blows up we'll be back stay here get the app that's how you'll know get the way to pre app on the android just iphone if you got the app you'll know whenever it hits the fan that's right right. (laughs) download the app um okay so we're (laughs)